Hey, welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up. It's the podcast where two guys who don't know the difference between champagne and Prosecco talk about how things were infinitely better when they were kids and spend an entire episode convincing themselves that they are right. I'm Jordan Stratton. Is it the grapes? What's the difference between champagne and Prosecco? Does, does one have like more sugar? I don't know. I am Felix Schlater and I I don't know the difference. Is it just like, is there something? Hold on. Is one just one's like a, a lie. One's a sparkling one's wine a and one sham. a lie? Is that what it is? <laughs> one's a sparkling wine. A sparkling liar. I mean, versus... champagne is technically supposed to just be made in champagne, right? Like the city? Uh, yeah, the one's region. made in in Prosecco. One main, one's made in Prosecco. Why? It's so easy. We're the, we're the biggest dummies on the internet. You dummies. Big dumb boys. Oh, gosh. I'm like Googling it and I can't even find an answer. I, You know what? You know what? Maybe no one knows. It's the greatest mystery of our it's universe. <laughs> of the multiverse. Why don't you introduce yourself? Because you didn't even say uh, your name. I did. I said I'm Felix Slater and I'm you, very confused. You didn't. I did. I don't believe you. It's recorded. Well, we'll go back. The tape will show. The tape will show. <laughs> you get to edit this later and here. And this is the part where I say, you've got egg on your face <laughs> with a dab of Prosecco. And I wish I knew what that was. Yeah, my mind was too enveloped in mystery <laughs> to hear your words. All the bubbles in your noses. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Well, that's a very topical intro mm. because we are talking about New Year's Eve mm. or just New Year's in general. I guess we won't keep it on the day before. But yeah. it's mostly New Year's Eve. That's when most of the events happen, right? Yeah. And New then, Year's Day is more like the recovery day. True. But then that's when it's kind of like the broad new horizon of things to come and hopes of a new The sunrise year. of a new year. Sunrise. Sun. No, not sunset. Just sunrise. Just, just sunrise. Just sunrise for the next six months. <laughs> around, the, <laughs> around the uphill. <laughs> Everything's looking up, baby. Because right now. It's coming up Millhouse. I mean, we just, we just came around the corner. I'm feeling great about 2019. I'm not really feeling great. I'm feeling it's feeling <laughs> remarkably the same as 2018. I'm a little actually. indifferent this year. Yeah. Usually, I feel like there are years where I charge into the new year and I think, all right, this is it. I'm going to make stuff happen. And then there are some years when I'm just kind of like, oh, wow, it's we're already like two weeks in. <laughs> like, eh. And I feel like that's kind of like I've got some plans for this year, but I'm not like charging into them by any means. Right. You know, and I think I'm okay with that. Hey, I'm fine. Yeah. We We're don't good. need to change. We're, We're good. pretty good as is, personally. <laughs> the person who I am now, he's all right. I've peaked. <laughs> I have peaked. 2018 was your year. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here, baby. <laughs> what are you uh what are you working on so, over there, so Jordan? Speaking of, um, I mean it's it's New Year's. We yeah. have we have usually indulge in a mm. little alcoholic beverage here Ooh, on our show. Oh. And uh such a twenty nineteen thing to say. It is, right? I have to start adjusting that in my head. I have I to start saying, it's 2019, baby. 2019. <laughs> That's what you say every time, every right. time you write a check. Oh, 2019, and then you write baby. Sir, you wrote, ba- you wrote comma and then baby. The bank will not take this. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it's 2019, baby. But it's 2019, baby. Security. <laughs> Nobody puts 2019, baby in a corner. You won't take my check spelled with a Q-U-E. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I writing check-oos? Check-oos. check um, yeah, but I, I'm uh, I'm trying to uh, uncork. I took off the little cage off a champagne bottle, a little brute, uh, a little brute. There you go. And uh, I, I wanted to. We 
really get this audio, so <laughs> I'm really scared. This is kind of like when you're about to open a can of biscuits, you know? Oh, yeah. And you have to hit this eye. You're just waiting for it to pop. The Pillsbury like, can. This could, like, I could lose an eye. It's very close to my face. Here we go. Right now, because I'm trying carefully. to get it next to the microphone. Jordan is trying to open, open the bottle. Oh, no. Go. I'm, I'm going to not be able to do it. Here we go. it's all over man (laughs) i am covered in champagne which is the most baller thing to be covered this is the new year (laughs) ben gibbard what are you doing here oh man our first guest (laughs) so i'm gonna i'm gonna pour you a little bubbly right now oh man i do like me some champagne i do like anything bubbly and sugary that i can put in my body doesn't Mm. you have to have alcohol come on so yeah, we're drinking uh, we're drinking champagne on on this episode of the podcast because it's pertinent, it's relevant, it's prominent, it's prominent, sure, prominent. Yeah, if you wanted you know a more immersive experience, pour yourself a little bubbly. Get it. Sip it with it's us. It's cheap right now. <laughs> it's very cheap. I mean, we splurged a little bit. I spent like twelve dollars on this oh, bottle. So man, top I mean, top shelf, top the top tippity. They had top. to get the scissor lift out. They did. <laughs> the entire the entire grocery store stopped. <gasps> He finally bought that bottle. He finally <laughs> bought that top. bottle of Cordon Negro <laughs> Whoa. Brut. Hey, hey, it's 2019. We can't you use know? that kind of language anymore. Uh, the best thing about this is that it's hot champagne. Because <laughs> I just got in the store and it was on a shelf that is not cooled in the slightest. And we microwaved it. Because, <laughs> you know. Because it's 2019, baby. It's 2019. <laughs> hot champs. Hot champs all day. Luke Walk Champ. Lukewarm champ. Uh, that's not going to catch on. Nope, at that's all. not going to be a thing in 2019. <clears throat> but but New Year's is. Wait, a- wait I want to back up one second. Okay, you told me you, you asked me, and I quote, I, "I'm I'm re- I'm referencing the fact that you just opened the champagne bottle and the loud pop and the boom boom and the the noises." God, uh, I forgot about all that. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. Well, but you asked me, and I quote. Have you ever opened a champagne bottle with a saber? Oh, right, 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 right. And you were like, you looked at me like I was a crazy person. <laughs> I thought you were doing a bit. No, no, no. Yeah, you, were, you looked at me like, I don't think I've seen that comedy sketch. No, I mean, that's a thing that you can do. I mean, I feel like a lot of people know about this. And uh, yeah, if you, you have to have, it's actually a saber, like a sword. Who figured out that it has to be a saber? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't, General Lee. I don't know the science behind it. He probably did when he lost the Civil War. <laughs> he said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I don't know why. But if you hold it a certain way and then you, you guide, I, this is uh, all theory. I've never done this. But if you guide the blade along the seam of the bottle mm. and if you do it with a certain amount of force and angle, you will, uh, it'll crack off the top of the bottle with the cork because, and that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. All right. I, I assume like that has to happen at, at like a, a party, but not just a party, it has to be a soiree. <laughs> like that's where that happens. At a least guy wearing, people have to have masks. Yeah, a guy has to be wearing like a, a plague doctor mask and right. he's wearing a tuxedo. And he, <laughs> black. He, he brings his own saber out that he brought to the party. It's not a costume party, he just carries a saber. And he just shing, and without saying anything, just whack, and then just sprays champagne. Some guy everyone. is using saber hummus trying to do it, <laughs> and it's not working. I don't understand. <laughs> But this hummus has so much garlic in it, and it doesn't work. Yeah, but that's the thing. Okay. Well, I know what I'm doing this year. <laughs> Next year? This year. That's this year's resolution. Buy oh, saber. my gosh. M- multiple sabers. Someone is going to die at my New Year's party It's going to happen. Year. Someone's going to get stabbed. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, moving on.
But New Year's Eve, as little children's, Oof. let's go back. I was not allowed to wield sabers. I was not allowed as... to wield <laughs> sabers or champagne, hot or cold. <laughs> but sparkling cider. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my, my parents brought in sparkling cider like they were just, they were being naughty. They were like, oh, look what we got for <laughs> New Year's. And we lost our minds. Oh, my we're like, gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. It's like we're almost drinking alcohol. And they let you drink it out of like a wine glass or a champagne flute too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You felt so fancy. So dang fancy. So fancy. I got carded once buying sparkling uh, uh, <coughs> sparkling cider. And I looked at the lady and I said, you're carding me for apple juice? <laughs> she says, no, it's got alcohol in it. And I said, no. She goes, no, those types of bottles all have alcohol. I'm going to need to see your ID. And I, I showed her my ID. I was 19. <laughs> And she wouldn't let me buy it. No. Yeah. Did you have to talk to a manager? I oh, did. No. And You're the manager. 19. We don't have a, a sort of <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, I, I, but it's just apple juice and Sprite, right? Isn't that what sparkling cider is? I don't know what it is. I don't know what Prosecco is. <laughs> oh, it's champagne. Prosecco. Oh, it's Prosecco and apple juice, I think, is what sparkling <laughs> is it? Is. is sparkling cider just called Prosecco? <laughs> just not quite per Prosecco. Heck no. Per heck no. <laughs> But yeah, the manager came over and was like, I'm so sorry, sir. And then I paid and I walked out. And I could hear her say, why did you just do alcohol? I'm like, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> she doesn't. Uh. But the sparkling cider as a kid, just like, it makes you burp so much better than soda does. It does. Interesting take. It does. Let's let's talk about that. Because right. I, I have not thought about that. Oh, my God. Just better burps. Just better. It's like, like bigger more, more consistent, frequency, both. higher frequency, both. more intense. <laughs> all of those you, things. As you burp, just all of those now. things. You know, from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I've heard of it. It's <laughs> it's because they were drinking. I'm prosecco. keeping all your burps in. I'm not editing any of them out. <laughs> they were drinking prosecco. <laughs> they weren't actually is. floating. They're just drunk. Just yeah. <laughs> I think they they are supposed to be in that yeah. one in that scene. Perfect. I mean, yeah, he's been bedridden like for him. like 50 years. Yeah. And then the second that he gets something good in Charlie's life, he takes it. And goes with him. <laughs> Grandpa, that money was for your tobacco. Actual line from the movie. I don't remember that either. Yeah. That was the money. I always thought Willie, that movie, I guess it was Charlie and Chocolate Factory, not Willy Wonka. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The original. Factory. Yeah, the original. original. Yeah. That was a creepy movie, man. Super creepy. I, I like it. It made me uneasy as a kid. Oh, yeah. It was very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the money that he gives to Charlie the very the very last time he buys the thing when they find out the ticket was fake that they televised. Yeah. He, he gives it to Charlie and Charlie says, but grandpa, that money was for your tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, a ma- life. Imagine that being. What a life. In a know? movie, ch- a children's movie today. <laughs> Just four grown but daddy, adult people. But daddy, that's your drug money. <laughs> you can go on and go buy yourself something nice. <laughs> Or something, <laughs> or something like that. So yeah, New Year's was was fun, but it was also like a a B grade holiday. Hmm. Well, okay. So the the big sort of obstacle or hurdle or the the talk around the yard was, uh, hey, uh, you are you are you staying up? Are your your parents let you stay? Oh, my parents let me stay up every year. Yeah. Really. Russell's parents let him stay up every. Did you hear? Oh, I heard this. I heard this. My okay. parents didn't let me stay up it every year. It actually gave you clout. Oh, it did. If As you stayed up and you like you saw you saw twelve oh one on yeah, your clock. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> I made it. 
I made you it. Did it. It was an accomplishment. It was. It felt like a million bajillion years away too. Oh, it felt yeah, because you're constantly looking at the clock. <laughs> you're just like sitting there with an with a digital clock, <laughs> like pasted to your face, <laughs> the whole time because you're just <clears throat> waiting. Do you remember the first time you stayed up? For the ball drop, I don't or know. For the... I don't know how old I was. I do remember. Um, I do remember Y two K being very. Oof. It's very prominent in my mind because I that was. Uh, let's see, that was fifth grade for me. Now okay. I know, I'm pretty sure I was able to stay up. You know, earlier that than that. I'm. Pre- I was probably seven or eight when I started staying up till midnight. Okay. Um, but I remember not only Y two K. I remember the first time I heard that there is the possibility of the world ending. You know. Do you do you remember how your tiny tiny brain processed like what that was? Yes, okay. I remember exactly. I like visualized <laughs> it. I was standing in our our church sanctuary because uh-huh. like my my dad was doing something. I don't know if he was like working with the soundboard, loading a shotgun there. because he of was, the robots. Yeah, and he was boarding up the the stained glass windows. <laughs> <laughs> um, Coral priest is drinking all the communion wine. <laughs> uh, Coral. But they, uh, I, my dad was talking to someone, and I think I must have overheard about my my dad's probably talking guy down. Like it's it's fine. Like my dad doesn't freak out about anything. And I asked him about it. I'm like, what is he talking about? And he was saying, oh, the people. Some people are worried that the computers won't know what to do because they've never had to go. Like in the time that we've had computers, they've never had to go back down to zero. You know, with 2000, if no one knows what Y2K is, if we have little children listening to this, <laughs> um, like they, it's not going to happen. And so people worried like the stock market will crash or like nuclear missiles will go off or, you know, Judgment Day from Terminator 2 mm. is that's what it's going to look like. And I just had this like this this in my <laughs> mind. It looked like like the Death Star panel of like the guys with the helmets and they're about to launch it. <laughs> It was those guys pushing levers, and then like just the date changing from, ni- from like a digital clock one nine 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 to zero, and then all these lights flashing red and zoot, 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 and like, like everyone running around and things shaking like Star Trek, and people you know being thrown about. But I wanted to go the power converters, and then <laughs> it's yeah, like that's I, I had an actual thought about that, but then like. When it came up to it, my parents were totally chill about it, and we saw um, Jurassic Park three, which oh. was terrible. Yes, and was that the one with William H Macy? Was that the second one? No, I was, I was eleven. You were worried about robots. I was worried about robots <laughs> in the world. But I remember uh, we went to see that movie on New Year's Eve, and we went home and uh, we ate. We made chicken wings, and they were the hottest things I'd ever put in my body. This is before before the turn of this. Of yeah, the, we're like we're oh, like okay. we're making it. We're making our way so down. Your last movie, your last meal, last movie, last meal, both giant mistakes. Oh, and uh, yeah, it happened. No one died. I don't think. Mm. I mean, someone, some people probably died probably that did. night. I mean, I'm gonna say nobody. But yeah, it happened. The Jurassic Park franchise. But I remember that was the that, that is a very vivid year, and and I don't have a lot of those because I I once huh. again I think New Year's is kind of a bee. It's kind of a bee holiday. You still think that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, I think I also have very vivid memories of staying up for the ball drop. Yeah. At church. Uh, oh, you had church parties. I did. I'm burping like crazy right now. <laughs> Keep it going. But yeah, you know, we've said it before on the podcast, but I grew up in a very, a fairly strict Christian home. Yeah, we both did, but I think you, you, <clears throat> you yeah. 
Yeah, more even Correct. more so. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> even all all that. Yeah, more. And then and then more, so. and more, <laughs> and a bag of uh, communion wafers. <laughs> and uh, so the way we celebrate is our church would throw like a New Year's Eve party, and part of it was like we want you guys to have something to do and maybe keep some people off the streets because of all the raging Christian alcoholics. I guess I don't know. Sure. Um, but it was like a safe place for for my parents to take us and we could go and celebrate the new year or whatever. And so we'd watch like the ball drop and scream and yell. But I remember the first time I was allowed to go and thinking, am I going to be able to stay up until midnight? And my brother, who's four years younger than me, he's, yeah, I remember him saying, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it. I'll make it. And we get there in 30 minutes and he's passed out. <laughs> he's under my mom, like put a bunch of coats on him to keep him warm. And he slept through the <laughs> like whole a homeless thing. man in the corner. <laughs> People just piling coats when they come in. (laughs) Put on the coat boy. (laughs) Coat boy, coat boy. (laughs) Who's the boy that loves to sleep? Coat boy, coat boy. (laughs) I have so much gum. I just have so much gum. He always sleeps on New Year's Eve. Coat boy, coat boy. Uh, But yeah, um, I also remember at our church, we did uh, a New Year's Eve party in 1999 into, into 2000. And I remember being terrified. Really? Actually scared. scared. Yeah, actually scared. What did you, did you have a, an actual visualization <clears throat> yeah, about what I was going to happen? Okay, so around that time, disaster movies were, were like really starting to like, because let's to see, come how, how old were you? In 2018 years ago, I'm 30, 17, oh, 17. Okay. 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 So you're in high school. So you you know how dark the world is. Oh yeah, I've seen some things. The worst thing I had seen when I was 11 was Jurassic Park three, which I had just seen that day. Very terrible. So it was already (laughs) that was the peak. That was the pinnacle of awfulness in my in my world. Mm. So I was very naive. Yeah. Uh, You had seen some things though. (laughs) I just I I was really like very very early on. I was into computers. My dad. You know, he bought me. I remember having like the old five and a half inch floppy, like IBM compatibles, like just green and black on the screen, all mm-hmm. in DOS, all that stuff up, you know, like just working my way up through computers and learning how to, how they work and everything. And so um, I, I remember seeing some, some like news story about how machines were getting smarter. And, uh, and so thinking if the machines don't know what to do, they won't listen to us. Oh. <laughs> and then that coupled with like with like disaster movies. Yeah. For some reason I thought like then the comets are gonna fall from the sky and all the volcanoes are gonna erupt and then the seafloor will shake and earthquakes and and then none of that happened. But I remember right. being terrified during the countdown. Yeah. Like holding on to my mom's hand, thinking like this is it. Like we're done. I'm gonna die in California. <laughs> wow. A seventeen year old holding his mom's hand. Yeah. I was done. Man. The world about to crumble around him. And then it didn't. I said, Oh mom, uh oh gross. Why'd you grab my hand like that? <laughs> Such a strange thing to be afraid of. Yeah. Like just not not just like my like, yeah, my fear was completely irrational. But so is everyone else's. Right, right, right. It's just such a weird thing to be like, oh, wait, we didn't think about this <laughs> until a month before. <laughs> until December of 1999, <laughs> no one thought about this. That's so funny. Ugh. Like, I wonder where that started. Because I'm, I'm sure. 1999. I'm, <laughs> like, who, who's the, I wonder who, who was the person to actually start that 
idea. Okay. Here's, I, here's, was it someone I, who actually knew things? I want to imagine it was Samuel Jackson from the first Jurassic Park, and he was typing on his computer, cigarette half out of his mouth, yep, and he looks yep. down and he goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> and he gets up, and he grabs like the piece of paper, and he runs down the hall, yeah. and he sees his colleague, like, hey, Sam, how's it going? He pushes him out of the way, says, get out of my way. And he kicks open a door, and all of the, the heads of this company are in a meeting. And they're like, Sam, what are you doing? We're in a meeting. This is... This is a finance company. He goes, you need to see this. And he slaps it up on the on the overhead projector because they didn't have digital screen. No, no. He puts it on the overhead projector and then it shows up and they, like a couple guys stand up and one guy what, says, One guy dramatically takes off his glasses <laughs> and he goes, oh No, no, no. No, two God. guys do it at the same time and yeah. then one guy looks over and says, what the hell, dude? I'm, I'm the dramatic glass guy. <laughs> <laughs> you wore the glasses last week. But Samuel Jackson has the, he's still got the cigarette hat. Yeah. And he's like, we need to hold on to our butts, is what we need to do. And <laughs> so many Jurassic Park references. Yeah, so many. This is great. And uh, that's who found out about it. Yeah. And then Dateline came out and did a story on Samuel Jackson. I am 100% sure that's how it happened. <laughs> I'm 100%. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. <laughs> Don't fact check. Don't fact no, check. Just accept that that's this how Y2K happened. Samuel L. Jackson, he was the one. <laughs> who found out about Y2K first. He was. He was. He was a, a hero, an American hero. God, I love him. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only, that's really the only notable New Year's <laughs> as a kid, though, because yeah. we were terrified of death. Hmm. And, I mean, everything else was just like, oh, maybe I'll stay up late. I don't know. Hmm. You never had, like, sleepovers where you guys, like, had not, a sleepover not New during Year's New Eve? Year's. That's interesting. I don't think I have either. I don't know that I've ever had a sleepover on New Year's Eve. My wife said that she used to have tons of sleepovers on New Year's Eve. And like, because we talked about this before, how you always had that one friend whose parents had a house that had wings. <laughs> and oh, they yeah, would yeah. go to bed on one, one you wing. You could be as loud. Wing. Yeah, and so as she, had, she had a friend who had that exact house. So they yeah. could be loud on the complete opposite end of the house. And it was in a den, which was also super quiet. And so they would have what, new- what makes something a den, by the way? Wood paneling? I mean, I we had a I had a den in our first apartment that we lived in. Did not have wood paneling. It was just like this little side room. What makes it a den? I don't know. I don't know either. It's like the difference between a street and a boulevard and a road. There's so many things we don't know. We don't know what champagne is, prosecco, a den. Oh. Wow. Well, there's Man. a lot we don't know. Yeah, why do we have a podcast? <laughs> because we don't know these things. Oh, that's right. <laughs> It's about learning. Because people got to listen to us. I'm learning. We have things to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, she would go over there on New Year's Eve, and they could just be as loud as they wanted. Yeah. You know? Like, what a life. Man. I can't be as loud as I want. I get yelled at all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's fun. We We should do a sleepover next year. And watch Jurassic Park 3. And watch 3. Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> and eat really, really hot, hot wings. Hot, hot wings. And then uh, reenact. And oh, let's tell your let's tell your daughters that the world's going to end. Oh, perfect. And then we'll, great. Just, we'll build it up. Just start telling for the month. You know, we'll December watch 1st. Terminator first. Yes. <laughs> so we'll just instill it psychologically in their Love brains mm-hmm. that you know, this is a possibility. And explain exactly what's happening in Terminator 2 at that beginning scene. We'll watch Terminator 2, and yeah. then we'll watch Deep Impact. Good. Good. And you then, want that? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want th- uh, an Armageddon? Yes. Um, Perfect. And then the uh, the day the Earth... No. The day after tomorrow? Day after tomorrow, where right. the, the big... Yeah, so when CG wolves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's the only thing I remember from that movie. 
yeah. where the CG wolves. Oh, and, uh, the core. Did you see that terrible movie? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that in theaters. I love this plan. This is a great plan. Yeah, you know, just instill the fear of God into my daughter. That's the best thing about having kids. You can just experiment with their brains, great. And psychology, and see how. Oh, it's great. See which mm-hmm. ones you can mess up the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to have great senses of humor. Test subject older, 1112 uh, is not taking to the Skynet theorem uh, as planned. <laughs> we'll uh, supplement with uh, episodes of My Little Pony and repeat the process tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and recording. Yeah. I still have this tape recorder from 1976. <laughs> I could be using my <laughs> iPhone, but uh, this just feels Where the hell do I get micro cassettes? <laughs> $79. What? <laughs> Outrageous. That's antiquated technology. <laughs> Why don't you just buy an SD card? Shut up! <laughs> there is something so legitimate about those yeah. things, though. Like, even the the digital recorders now still feel like those. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you could easily just use your phone. Gosh, but and no. just like the, the light hiss when mm-hmm. it, there's nothing, none of that thing on the audio, but the tape is playing. The... Wow, I was convinced that you were just like holding up a tape recorder to the right? microphone. That was really right? good. It's my micro cassette impression. It's the best. It's the it's, best you'll ever hear. Oh real man, good, real good hiss. Did you did you ever have uh, resolutions as a kid? Did do kid do kids do that? Do they care about their lives in the future? The only resolutions we cared about were our Segas and our Nintendo. I know. I'm gonna buy ten thousand bits. <laughs> That's so many bits. That's all the bits. Nintendo all the bits. sixty four. Sixty four bits. That's a weird Seinfeld bit. <laughs> That's too many bits. How many bits is too many bits? It's <laughs> a really good side. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't think I... We talked about resolutions. I've never been one for resolutions, though. Mm. Ever. I think like I don't like to assess my life and myself and look at what a failure I am. What kind of a healthy person does that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Reflecting on what I've done and what I could do? No, thank you. I'm not, yeah, I'm not big on resolutions either. I, I'm I'm big on goal setting. Yeah. But Wait, I don't understand. Between, I don't. <laughs> oh, no. To resolve and to set. I oh, know. So, so we don't know what Prosecco is. Champagne. You make resolutions den, while drinking Prosecco. Goals and you set or goals while drinking champagne. Oh, that's right. Got it. That's it. Mm. You guys are going to have to tweet at us a lot this episode. I just want just answers. Let us know. I if just you want know, you the know. answers. If you know, you know. Imagine me grabbing you by the lapel and saying, give me the answers. Lapel or collar? No, lapel. Oh, God. This person, everyone I've ta- everyone I demand answers from wears a blazer. <laughs> you get back into that boy school and you get me answers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just intimidate little boys in prep schools. They have all the answers. That's why they're in that smart school. That's why I'm on a list somewhere. (laughs) The government knows who I am. Just the guy who's hanging around the ball boys prep school. Here he comes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I never had. He's got a saber. (laughs) Get me all your bottles of champagne, children. You mean Prosecco? Get out of here. You son of a bitch. You know I don't know the difference. Get out of here, Jimmy. He ripped my lapel. <laughs> God, imagine an eight-year-old saying lapel. <laughs> Tell me that's not the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but resolutions. I hate that kid. I hate him so much, Jimmy. <laughs> God. Resolutions. I never had them when I was a kid. I don't. I rarely have them now. I don't understand the, the 
changing of a new year, changing one number. I don't understand, like, why does that make people change their behavior? I just, I felt like it was a scam. I didn't want to buy into it. <laughs> it's the, I don't know, the whole time is a construct. Yeah. It's like a reset. It feels like a reset. And, right. And uh, sometimes people need that sort of, like, on paper reset to internalize it i guess yeah. i you know i'm not a head doctor so i don't know well, but i I've, I've definitely felt that pool of like okay it's a brand new year this last slate. year was like oh, that was rough or yeah. like you you cross the that sort of proverbial finish line into the 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 new year thinking like man i wish i could just kind of wash that stuff off and then just continue on or it was an amazing last year. How can I keep this going? Mm. Or what's the new thing I want to try and tackle? So I, I can understand that a little bit, the very limited psychology. It's something kind of tangible you can look at and exactly. say like, okay, now what? You throw away an old calendar that you may have written on or like mm. circled and written dates on. Oh, see, I'm never, I've never been one for calendars either. You have a calendar on your fridge. You are a oh, bold that's, that's my That's my liar. wife's calendar. <laughs> Have you met my wife? She's she's made of calendars and schedules. <laughs> she's the reason I'm not dead. She's the reason I'm not covered in coats in the corner somewhere on, on New Year's Eve. Is that why it says breathe in, breathe out nine million times in one of the squares? And it just says Jordan. <laughs> it's important to know. Out. Oh, God. Out. Out. <laughs> no, in. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> Uh, you see, so you're not a calendar guy. I'm not, a, I'm not, I've never been one to like have a schedule, have a, like something on paper. For me, I, I just feel like it's a, like if there's something I really need to know, that's why I'm so thankful that I can just talk into my phone now mm. and just say like, hey, remind me to do this because I don't want to take the time to, I feel like I, I'm wasting, it, this is so stupid. No, I'm not, I'm not saying anyone should do this. I'm just saying this is what I do. Who I'm, are you arguing with right now? I'm a flawed individual, Okay. <laughs> You started arguing with yourself. Hey, shut up! <laughs> you shut your mouth. I love that we just got on. We got a recording. I got, I got hyper defensive about nothing. <laughs> Against yourself. Listen, here you son of a bitch. You Jordan, do not schedule. You shut up. You're hurting my lapel. Shut up, Jordan. Uh, it's like a Gollum Smeagol conversation. <laughs> but we need to schedule it. But we hate schedules. <laughs> Structure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I've never been one. To, so, did you, when you were in school, did you have to have like agenda books or like schedules where you, you were forced oh, to yeah. write things? And oh, was yeah. it? It was like checked for you. It wasn't checked for me, but we were we were very very strongly encouraged to uh, like. I remember the school I was at gave us a a school branded planner. Yeah. And so like the front of it was like the name yeah, of the, the school thing. and some lucky art student, like some senior or some sixth grader or whatever was the one who like entered the contest to get his or her art on the front of it. And it was and like, it would fit in your three ring binder. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then it had like the school specific holidays. It was a whole thing. Yeah. And we were encouraged to write like what was like what our homework was and things like that. Yep. And uh, while we were encouraged to do it and I did it, it never, it, it didn't stick for me for a very, very long time. Mm. Recently, I've been very- I've never not seen you with a notebook. I've been very meticulous down. about it. Like having almost, almost to a point where I have too much of it. Right. Like I'm like, where's that one notebook? I'm having to consolidate where I'm putting all those notes. Yeah. Um, because if I, 
if I didn't, I, I wouldn't know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was beaten out of me. Not literally. I think it was when I was in school. <laughs> because when I was in, I hit middle school and they just like grinded into you, like <coughs> scheduling and writing things down and knowing right. your assignments. And so they would check those books every day and our parents had to sign off oh, in them at home. Yikes. Like they would have to be seeing our assignments and then they would check those. And if we didn't get that signature, we would get points taken off in our classes. Uh, and I was like, oh my gosh. So it was like a slingshot effect for you because yeah. you were made to do it so much when yeah. you were finally given the chance not to, you immediately not to. Yeah, I not toed uh, so much. I'm still not doing. <laughs> not doing. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, I and I have I have a lot of respect, and I almost envy people who who are able to get stuff done mm-hmm. without having to make meticulous notes. Like yeah. I have to. I have to like write the things down, and I've gotten better about like doing them the night before. Because then I wake up and I know what I'm actually ha- what I have to do that day. I mean, mm. and on the really, really, really busy days, I will actually like write out how long I'm giving myself to do certain tasks. Whoa. Otherwise, because I know me, like if especially if it's something that's like open ended, yeah, where it's like work on a script or a narrative or something, like. I'll get 30 minutes, an hour into it, and I'll get really into it, and then seven hours will go by. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Yeah, the only time I'm doing something like that is, uh, like, I'm, I'm prepping to go on a trip or something, mm-hmm. and I'm having to get, like, things done for work that day, and also, you know, pack, and also clean this, you know, house, and run these errands. Right. And if it's, like, a bunch of different, if it's just stuff for work, I can usually keep that in my brain about, right. like, I have to this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. But if it's something, like, it's like my work side of my brain and then I have to run to the grocery store for this right. and then I have to run to uh, I have to run to the the bank and the post office to drop these things before we go to town and then I have to make sure this part of the house is clean like those are just they're there's such different parts of my brain I mm-hmm. have to just put those on a long list of like this is today <clears throat> do you handwrite write those notes or are they on your phone oh, they're on my phone. Yeah. Your phone I go back and forth as far as lists go I know we're going on a little bit of a tangent but this is all related with with like this the, yeah the resolutions and all that um I, I'll go through a phase where I'm like, everything needs to be digital. It all needs to be synced up. I need to be able to access it. We're in the phone. future. Why aren't we using this? And then there are times where I'm like, oh, I hate, I hate typing. <laughs> I need to write it. And then I'll write it. And then I'm like, oh, and I can't find anything. I need to go back to digital. I think something, there's something about writing things down. Like I hated having physical calendars because I knew as much as I wanted to be detail oriented and I wanted to have things down, I knew I was going to stop using it. And then I would just look and see um, the April uh, you know, calendar it's up when it's actually July. And I realize I haven't used it in that long, <laughs> that amount of time. Right. And uh, I'm looking at, it's just a reminder of my failure. No. But if it's something's in my phone, it's like, mm, delete that note. Yeah. And it's gone from existence. <laughs> it's not in the waste bin. He's never it seen is, it again. It's just gone. Out of sight, actually out of mind. Yeah. Mm. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I, I will look back when a new year hits, I will look back at old sketchbooks, journals, or whatever. And at the beginning of every year, I'll, I'll write down a list of sort of like immediate goals and then sort of like uh, get around to it goals mm. and then like pie in the sky goals. Yeah. And a lot of the pie in the sky goals almost just get transferred to the following year. Like yeah. almost always. That's a good way to, to break it down. I feel like my reluctance to really set those goals especially write them down on paper mm-hmm. i'm just so intimidated that i'm gonna i'm, gonna, I'm never gonna get to it <laughs> i'm and i think i'm i've i've just kind of come to terms with that but i also know that some of them 
even if I never get to them, yeah, like I look at them and I think like I don't want to forget that I had the idea for this thing, yeah. right? So I know that I may may never uh, actually finish. Now I say finish a novel because I actually have written a novel. What? Oh yeah. Oh baby girl. Um, oh baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. You've girl. written. You've written a novel. So one year, years ago, in the month of November, that was almost a weird limerick. Uh, <laughs> remember, I, <laughs> remember. Yeah, I, um, I wrote a novel challenged in my, November. I challenged myself to do NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. Oh, freaking <clears throat> nerds! I know. And so the idea is, uh, you you write a minimum word count 50,000 50, words in the month of November. Okay. And the idea is it trains you to move forward for 30 days. Yeah. Because the problem with a beginning writer and, and even some advanced writers is they'll begin to write and then they'll backtrack to edit. Mm. And then they'll move forward. They'll take four steps forward and then nine steps back. Two yeah. steps forward, 11 steps back. And then- You'll get to the end of a month, the end of the, the end of the middle of the year, the end of the year, and you've gotten nowhere. And so the idea with Nano, I can see that specifically being a problem for you. <laughs> the with Nano <laughs> the idea is you hit your word count. It came out to like seventeen hundred seventy-seven words or something like something like yeah, that yeah. a day. And and then if you d- hit those word counts, then by the end of the month you have an extremely rough version of a 50,000-word novel. At the end of the month, you have a terrible book. It's very, very, very bad. <laughs> but there are actually best New York best-selling novels, New York Times best-selling novels, that came out as a result of no NaNoWriMo. One, One of them is yours, right? I wish. Um, <laughs> Water for Elephants. Came out of that. Was a result of NaNoWriMo. No way. But the idea of someone saying, like, I could never write a novel... But then thinking like, okay, if I break it down to very basic story plot and then I just write, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be bad. You just write. And then I've only had one experience like that. And I was uh, not to, not to derail your story, but I'm going to derail your story. I was in college (coughs) and I was forced, I forced, I was assigned to write uh, a, a screen, I guess it's not a screenplay, but it was, it was just in a, in a basic format, not a, not a, a script format. Um, but a, a narrative mm. of some kind it had to be 25 pages and I had 24 hours to do it and I hadn't started. Oh, and, uh, my, my roommate, Wait, you had 24 hours, like from no, no, the no. start of the thing or you had 24 hours when you oh, realized no, no, you no, no, started. No, no. Oh no, I had months to do this. Felix. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 24 no, no. years. <laughs> I had all of my life to practically to do this. Um, but I had 24 hours on this day and, I was stressing out so hard. But why? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and my, fortunately, my roommate at the time, this was my freshman year, he had just been diagnosed with ADHD. Oh. Now, well, I, that, that was that, a weird that, use of fortunately. It's like, whoa. Fortunately for me, he had been prescribed Adderall. And uh, I feel like you can probably tell where this story is going. Uh-huh. You he got a said, saber. He said, you know what? You look like you can use some help. <laughs> And so that scene with the what was that movie with uh freaking Matthew Broderick? Never mind. Know. Go on, not Matthew Broderick. Bradley Cooper. 
Oh, a limitless. <laughs> so the yeah. seed from limitless. So I, you. I put I put the adder on my tongue you put and then NZT. it goes. <laughs> and my pupils just get huge. You got and the color <laughs> shifts in the room, and I walk out and become a senator. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> is that where you've been for the last? I two remember weeks? he gave me that, and I wrote that whole damn paper. <laughs> what? No problem. And I wrote it, and I was like. Yes, this is amazing. And I was getting into it. And I was like, I swear there was smoke coming off my keyboard. Except before I had to start, I had to clean everything in my room. (laughs) (laughs) Like everything I saw bothered me. (laughs) I threw my unused calendar in the trash. Yeah, everything had to be gone. (laughs) Everything had to be clean. And then I was like, and I just cranked it out over like, you know, four or five hours. And I think I got to (laughs) be. How how long did this have to be? 25 pages. 25, I, don't know, I don't know what the word count was, but I think 25, 25 pages. pages. It was a screenplay. I mean, it was it was a narrative. What was the basis of your story? Do you remember? Uh, these two, like, I think college students find, I don't really remember. I wrote it in like six hours, Felix. They find some kind of like code, they unearth something, and they it ends up like catching with something with it, with like the government they 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 stranger th- you wrote stranger I wrote strange stranger things and then the Duffer <laughs> the brothers Duffers. they found it they're like this is good I was like well what if there's these four kids in the 80s and then one of them gets taken by this mysterious creature it got to be it got to be. <laughs> be it got an 11 <laughs> nice Ding, daniel uh that's my, incredible oh man the day my parents listen to this podcast whoa it's going to be whoa. fun so yeah, I wrote I wrote my novel. Uh, I got to I, I hit my fifty thousand word count, but I got close to the end of the the month, and I realized this could be a trilogy. <laughs> of course, <laughs> because my stupid brain, my dumb stupid brain, that brain of yours that comes <clears throat> with, with ideas that you never do. Oh god! And so. <laughs> I I immediately I know started, that bothers you so much that I said that. <laughs> I immediately started crafting out. I still have the the PDF somewhere. Do you? And so I started crafting out the whole the whole world and what yeah. it looked like, and I mapped it out. I snowflaked it. Have you heard of the snowflake method? Nope. That's what I used to craft out this story. Wait, is, is it, it your thing? No, or no, is no, that no, no, no. Okay. The snowflake <laughs> method is an is an actual viable way to, to build out a story. Oh, okay. Um, and so I used that for the first the first fifty. I, I don't even want to call it a novel for the first fifty thousand collection of words. <laughs> yeah, and then I built the whole thing out, and I got like two days into December, and I said, "Nope, I don't want to do this anymore." Because <laughs> it's like with NaNoWriMo, there were other people doing it. Yeah. So on the weekends, I would <laughs> so nerdy. I'd meet up with them, and then we'd sit, and no one would talk because everyone was typing. Gosh, that sounds like so terrible. Yeah, it was bad. And uh, I had one friend who I worked with, and she was doing it too. So at least like I could converse with her like afterwards. And be like, okay, I'm trying to figure out what to do with this character and blah, blah, blah. And then she would kind of help me. She was way better at writing. I think she's done NaNoWriMo like since the dawn of time. <laughs> she's a writer. She's her, an actual writer. Her name is Nano. <laughs> she started it. Nano, Nano. She's uh, an actual writer. So yeah. she knows what she's doing. I did not know what. I was doing um <laughs> so yeah i got i got close to the end and i was like ah this is what i want to do i hit my fifty thousand word count i got to do two three days into december and i have not looked at it since i've ditched it so one of my ongoing recurring pie in the sky resolutions goals whatever you want to call them has always been to revisit that and do something with it even if it's just to finish that first damn book yeah um 
Yeah. So well, that's good. I mean, that, but that's that's been an ongoing resolution since when? Oh gosh, that was like six years ago, yeah. seven years ago when I so, did that. I mean, is that going to happen in 2019? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably not. No, no I don't. I think you have not. so many things in front of that. But I think the yeah. fact that another year has come around mm-hmm. and that that popped in your brain. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good thing. That's and that's the thing too. Like, I don't ever want to forget that a I did that. Right. And that b it's a possibility. And that's like, something I need to work on. Yeah. Is that just because I I think of something that I should do, I shouldn't run away from it, even if it's just using another year as a reminder that I haven't done it. I it shouldn't be just a this guilt that just yeah. hangs over me like oh you failure it should be this just a reminder like hey this is an opportunity you could mm-hmm. do this year mm-hmm. this is something that that is on the table mm-hmm. if you want to take it exactly there you go yeah so yeah those the 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 idea of breaking them up into like i know these tangible things are definitely going to be done this year oh, like, yeah. i know i'm pursuing these things these are things i've already started working on and if I get to the end of this year and I haven't even made a small dent in this column, I'm going to be pretty upset with myself, right? Yeah. Those kinds of things. Secondary column, if you don't even get to them, it's not a huge deal, but it would be really cool to, by the sixth or seventh month of this year, know that you've started something with that. Totally. Third column, it's like, uh, that's going to overlap in the next year for sure. <laughs> Let's I already be know. honest. <laughs> I already know. That's good. Yeah. Space Cowboy. Yep. Since- also, I just want to say, uh, no one just recreationally take Adderall. That is not a smart thing to do. I don't want to be a proponent of that. That was very stupid of me. I was 18. Don't do what I do. <laughs> just All right. make lists like me. That being said, let's 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 do a little tangent. That's a great little segue into our Twitter poll for this week, mm. which is, I mean, why wouldn't it be about resolutions? Yep. So it. I asked you guys over on Twitter at IDWGUPod. Um, I said, what kind of uh, New Year's resolutions did you make this year? We had a few different options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had get healthier, learn a skill, save money or save more money, mm-hmm. or bitch, I'm perfect as <laughs> is. And uh, wouldn't you know it, bitch, I'm perfect as is was remarkably close to winning, but it took a very close second by 1%. Ooh, wait, what was number four? What was number four? Let's start at the bottom. Learn a skill. Only 13% huh. want to learn a skill. Okay. I mean, that's pretty vague. I mean that's that could be like learn a language, learn an instrument, yeah, karate. Oh man, I just added a resolution. You learn karate so bad. <laughs> learn Krav Maga. Uh, third place was save money <clears throat> or save more money at eighteen percent. Okay, which you wouldn't want to do that, but it's not necessarily on your radar. Yeah, and then that obviously means getting healthier. Took the blue ribbon at thirty five percent with bitch. I'm perfect as is thirty four percent. Just getting eked out right there at the end. That's so, so funny. That's so funny. So majority of the people would rather be healthy than snarky. They would. But man, a lot of people like being snarky on Twitter, so I'm not surprised. That's fine. That's it's okay. Good. I think I think when when we were discussing the poll earlier via text, I think we already knew that that was going to skew the results mm-hmm. pretty uh, pretty harshly. You actually sent that one to me, and I kind of I, I I choked. I was drinking a liquid at the time, and I choked when I read your text. It wasn't that exactly because what you sent me was a little bit longer. I said I have to make that work. Um, but I actually voted for that because I, I oh, am, you did? yeah not. I mean it is snarky as hell, and I like that. But it's also I'm not really one to actually put down resolutions. Hell, I'm not one to schedule my my work week. All right, but oh, I, I oh, think I just don't like. Oh. I, I just hate the idea of writing something down and looking later and being like, I failed. <laughs> I'm like, I can just figure that out day up, but I probably shouldn't do that. Let's be honest. 
You've already doomed yourself. My resolution is to make resolutions. Oh, 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 it's good. I uh, actually voted for the healthy one. Did you? Yeah. You're trying to get healthy? I am. Trying to just be, like, I know that if I try and- You're only, uh, like, what, 320, 330 pounds? You know, 332. Okay, Uh, okay. You're down a bit. <laughs> Some people don't. Some people don't know. Um, what is the Pat Nozzle bit about how like you can tell when someone's talking when they're overweight? You can hear when they say a word with, the, with B in it. They're like, but I have the bagels. <laughs> I put the butter on bagels. And I like to, to eat breakfast with the bacon. <laughs> no, you're you're a relatively healthy individual. And I, relatively being the key word here. I think the problem is like most human beings, I go on pretty big binges or benders where you're just kind of like, nope, I'm done with everything that I set out to do is gone. I'm yeah. going to eat this entire taco meal built for a family by myself. Taco Bell, one more, please. Uh, and so I'm just trying to figure out little systems that I can set up for myself where I'm stacking the deck in my favor, right? So rather than look at the entire year and think like every single day will be a healthy day because (laughs) two days in I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm already done. I'm I'm eating all of the, 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 uh, the queso at Moe's. We're we're currently drinking bubbly sugar alcohol water. (laughs) That's what we're drinking right now. Um, but if I tell myself like, can I eat one healthy meal today? Like just, just one. Right. (laughs) And I got to start small. Like otherwise I'm eating too much red meat. I'm eating too much junk food. And especially with, my side of the family having a pretty big history of heart failure. It's, it's one of those things that every year that goes by, I look at it and think like, I know that if I don't check this now, I'm going to wreck myself later, right? So I'm just trying to make small steps, just things that I know that I actually can do yeah. now. Um, and I don't know. Hopefully, they're making a difference. <laughs> I have no idea. But I know that if I hadn't thought about them, that I, there's no way that anything would be done in yeah. that. In that. Realm. And you're making that goal. That's good. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people are they're on your same side. They're trying to do Boom. the same thing. I am fabulous. I am good as is, bitch. But I could be a little better as is. <laughs> <laughs> That's. A, I want to be better as is. <laughs> Aziz is like Aziz Ansari is saying, "Why is everyone talking about me?" Um, I love it. That's great. I, I think health is always one of those things that people like you just you get older. That's just what happens. Your body starts breaking and you want it to break a little bit slower than other people's bodies. That'd be uh, that'd be all right. Wouldn't that'd that be, be nice? I'd be okay with that. Uh so what about now? What about right now? What about right now? What about right? Actually, what did you guys do for New Year's Eve? Oh boy. Um this You guys were out of town. We were out of town. We were in Kentucky. Okay. Um did which, you stay up? We did. did. I I was actually at this is something I've never done before. I went to a wedding on New Year's. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. And so the it was it was interesting. It was a little bit unorthodox because the wedding was in the afternoon, so it was about I think it was like three or four, and then so we had the ceremony, Uh and then they just released everybody, like wild animals. (laughs) No, but like just to leave, you know. And then they they took pictures while while they were there. And then, but they just said, everyone, you, you can go and have dinner in, in town, and, and it was in Lexington. Oh. And they're, they're like, just be back at 8.15 for the, for the oh. reception. Yeah. Interesting. When and you said, like, they let everyone go, I thought it was like, but stay on the premises. No, because, no, no. Oh. Like, go where you want, but come back at 8.15, There's and that's when the reception's going to start. Interesting. And so they, we, they brought everybody back. We 
did the whole reception thing for a few hours, counted down. They brought out glow sticks. How much less pressure is that on the photographer? I've been on the photography side. Yeah. And knowing that once the ceremony's done. You're not on this crazy time crunch. Whoa, that's huge. That's an interesting idea. Huh. So, yeah, I'm not sure if that'll ever happen again, but it's kind of fun. And then the, that went into the new, the wedding went into the new year. Right. So it was 8.15 okay. and they went right up until midnight. Wow. And they kind of, at, at about 10 till, they brought, they had a projector up and they they streamed the, the ball drop. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Was it a big wedding? It was like 200, 250. So there was a good number of people there celebrating. The yeah. yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. And everyone's dressed up. Everyone's looking everyone's fancy. Everyone's got sabers. Everyone has swords. <laughs> Everyone's just, just destroying champagne bottles. <laughs> and a saber. Oh, did you get a saber? Donald, did you get a saber? No, he's handing out sabers. Um, you guys didn't have a saber guy at your wedding? <laughs> what are you, poor? What are you, a peasant? Gross. <laughs> what are you, a chimney sweep? <laughs> you don't even have a lapel. <laughs> Disgusting. Come, Reginald. <laughs> the horse is here. Um, Fetch my carriage. We, my wife and I, Sarah is her name. Sorry, I, uh, my wife and I, Hannah, yeah. we kind of gave Felix shit about the fact that he never says it's Sarah's true. name. He always says my wife. My wife. Doesn't matter. My wife. Uh, Sarah Born and I made it uh, to 11.15. No, you didn't make it? <laughs> you, you don't let the girls stay up? Not, they're not quite old enough just yet. When is old enough? That's a good question. I bet next year, Lucy, uh, who will be almost seven will be old enough next year to okay. do so. Okay. Sylvia, our our three-year-old, is still, she's a mess. What would happen if you said, You've you seen get gremlins. to stay up? You've seen gremlins. <laughs> it's like letting her eat after midnight or getting getting her, she like, dropping water. She gets all scaly water. and just starts destroying the <laughs> she's house. She's got a bow tie and she starts singing. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound that bad, actually. The The biggest thing for me I found for as an adult with New Year's is if there's not a plan in place, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I mean, I I think it is severely overrated. Yeah. I mean, I went out. I remember it was after college, and uh, Hannah and I went out just to like some bar, and we're just like, we don't really have plans for a party. We're just, let's just go. We'll get a few drinks, and it was just terrible. <laughs> just not good. It was, it just was not good. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you right now. It was a mistake, and I mean. Yeah, I mean, you you gotta be with a big group of people that you like. Yeah, because nothing's happening. Yeah, you're waiting. Yeah, it's a party that's based around waiting. Yeah, how how fun is that? Spoiler alert: it's not. It's not fun. <laughs> there was one year. I feel like it's almost every other year with uh with us, and so like we'll do like a really big shindig and make a make a big deal out of it. Last last year, the year before, we got like. We got oh the kids stayed at either my parents or Sarah's parents I can't remember and then we we had the whole night to go out and do whatever and uh, we made a whole night of it and then the following year, um, which I think was last year maybe the year before, uh, Sarah goes to bed at like nine o'clock she she kisses me good night she says hey happy new year and she goes to bed <laughs> and I stayed up and I think it was happy when, new year or whatever <laughs> basically um, she kind of has the same sort of opinion of, 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 of the whole thing yeah. as, as us. And so it was the it was around the time when I was I was still really obsessed with Destiny and video games. Yeah. And so I was playing with some friends, and at one point we're in the middle of one of the levels or something, and some guy over the over the headset just goes, "Oh, hey, dudes, happy Happy New Year!" We're like, "Oh, oh, 
yeah, 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 you too. <laughs> and then we just keep playing. <laughs> it just midnight, it just breezed past us. I want to meet the person who just loses their mind over New Year's. Like, that's their thing. I want to meet the guy who's the New Year's guy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he was the New Year's guy. It's not Ryan Seacrest. He can't do it. No, uh, Al Roker? Is he Is he pretty... Uh, ah! <laughs> I Ryan mean, Seacrest. No, I feel Ryan like Seacrest. these these guys are just thrown into the role because they need somebody. But like no one, mm-hmm. they're paid to be there. Yeah, I wanted to meet the guy who's like in his heart of hearts. They pre-recorded is... it at three thirty p.m. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I want to meet the person who's genuinely it's passionate. Like yeah. best holiday. You know what? Christmas. Take a seat. Like the Kris Kringle. New of Year's New is <laughs> here. <laughs> what would uh, it, he wears? Just like a velvet tuxedo. <laughs> But it inverts into sparkly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sequins on the other side. Yeah. So in case like in case the party he goes to he doesn't have a disco ball. Oh, of course. He's the disco ball. <laughs> he is the, he's DB. He's DB Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> what if DB Cooper was the one? Uh not only am I a disco ball, I hide treasure in places <laughs> you can't find them. Have they ever found him? No. Wow, nope. he's still, he's still nope. out there. He's out there somewhere. If you don't know who DB Cooper is, look up. Just go to the go to Wikipedia, Google and, it, and look him up because that is a fascinating individual. <laughs> Do a little dance, make a little look. That's DB Cooper. That was him. <laughs> DB Cooper and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, nowadays if we don't make plans, we're going to bed yeah. more often than that. This year was a. Eh, I think we watched like four episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, trying hey. to stay awake. Okay. And the neighbor... If Andy the, Samberg's not going to keep you up, nobody <laughs> will. The the neighbors uh, fired off their inevitable fireworks like two hours before midnight. <laughs> and uh, I've got two dogs. And dogs and fireworks in the neighborhood never mix well. Our, yeah, our golden retriever is a it's huge their wimp. Vietnam. He's a huge wimp. It's what it is. <laughs> so yeah, this year was kind of uneventful. And I was okay with that. Now, we did do a New Year's Day brunch. Oh. Which was amazing. I feel like a brunch most, is never bad. No, it's just it's just a good thing. It's breakfast food with alcohol. It's just a good thing in my life. They're two of the best things together. <laughs> and you eat you eat breakfast later. It's just like yeah, ah, let's just lounge a little more, and then and then we'll eat breakfast. Oh, I will have another Bloody Mary. <laughs> So tune in next week for the brunch episode of I Don't Want to Grow Up. <laughs> I, I feel like if we're going to do that, we have to have our wives on this show. Oh, totally. And we need to do it at a brunch spot <laughs> while while sipping mimosas. It has to happen. Just the microphone set up at the Bloody Mary bar. Just the crunch of <laughs> celery. You can hear paprika being like sprinkled onto the microphones. I love it. I'll, I'm in. That actually sounds really great. Let's do it. It's going to happen. Uh, another another big thing um, with the new year as an adult is we've got about two, maybe three months of continuously writing accidentally 2018 when you write the date down. Oh, I just did that today. <laughs> a guy came in to fix our AC unit and yeah, I wrote him the check. And I was 28. <laughs> son of a bitch. I can't. Shred uh, it. Shred uh, it. Why am I an idiot? Shred it. And you feel like the biggest idiot, too. As if not every single other person's doing it. You're just like, oh my gosh, you moron. I'm uh, I'm like super, super meticulous about my, my folder naming structure when it comes to like, because I shoot a ton of footage. So I always have to like archive it in a way. Folder naming structure is the worst thing you've ever said to me. Mm. <laughs> 
Let me <laughs> let me show you a whole new world, Jordan. Hop on my magic carpet shaped like a blue folder from Finder. I can't <laughs> keep a paper calendar on a cork board from ruining my life. You can ask Don't me. Don't tell me you about can ask me, folder naming structure. Can you pull up that footage from 11 years ago? <laughs> I th- and you can say, I think it was in the springtime, and uh, I will find it for you. See, this is why we're a good team, <laughs> is because you do all those Which things Which is so funny, because like, there's no middle ground for me. I'm either like, that, yeah. or I'm like, yeah, I'll have mayonnaise for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's <laughs> eggs and oil. It's healthy. <laughs> it's healthy. Stop looking at me. It's got protein. <laughs> yes, I'm scooping out with my fingers. <laughs> All of the silverware are I dirty. Cut the, I cut the bottom off with a screwdriver. <laughs> I'm with just, a nail clipper. Yes, I'm drinking it as a beverage. <laughs> There's like zero middle ground. And I have to be like either, yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous. Um, but I have been, I have been since the beginning very, very meticulous about file naming structure because because I know the feeling of where did I put that photo? True. And then good luck finding IMG underscore zero nine seven eight one one two two four dot cr2 like what i think yeah. that's the only reason why i can create things nowadays with the cloud that automatically like sorts things for <laughs> you by date and stuff like that. like i don't have to think that hard anymore Ugh, it's yeah it's it all crazy. just kind of does it for me thank you steve jobs oh, r.i.p what a saint what a saint <laughs> uh news time yeah sure time. why not let's go to um okay here we go so In the spirit of New Year's, I pulled up an article, and the the headline for this article is 25 Strangest New Year's Traditions from Around the World. Here we go. Number 25, Denmark, broken plates. In Denmark, they save all their unused dishes and plates until the 31st of December when they affectionately shadow them against the doors of all their friends and family. This sounds like abuse. It does. It does. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Get out of here and fight me. Uh, number 24. Scarecrow burning in Ecuador. This is ter- That's an effigy. That's this what that is, is right? It's a picture That's of a scarecrow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it looks like a None of my nightmares have been that bad. In Ecuador, they celebrate the New Year by burning paper-filled scarecrows at midnight. They also burn photographs from the last year, all in the name of good fortune. That sounds that's like a voodoo doll. That's the most metal thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, and, the, and to counter that, Spain, number 23. Ready? Yeah. Eating 12 grapes. <laughs> Whoa, Spain. You Yo, need y'all chill. need to calm down. You guys need to chill. 12 we got, grapes? We got Ecuador burning people. You hit me with a dozen <laughs> grapes right now? In Spain, the New Year's tradition for good luck revolves around grapes. If you can, ma- I guess because of wine. That makes sense, right? I, I don't know. I mean, that's what it's made out if of. If you can manage to stuff... T- oh, wait. If you can manage to stuff 12 grapes in your mouth at midnight, you've achieved good luck for the next year. Okay. I have... I have weird feelings about that. But this let's is just move this on. one's hilarious. Number twenty-two. It's just called round things, <laughs> and of course, it's the Philippines. Stop! Stop. I just need to laugh at this. This is round things. Right. Round it's, things is the the uh, the prequel to Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, and this is in the Philippines. This is number 22. The caption reads, In the Philippines, it's all about the cash, which they are not wrong. They believe that everything should be round. 
which you know, look at my face. Oh, it's perfect. It's I'm, a perfect I'm sphere. Round. They believe that everything. That's should what be I round. say when people say, "What sphere looks like?" I'm like, "Well, his head's a perfect <laughs> sphere." If that means anything, you know to the you. man a perfect circle. Uh, <laughs> they saw Felix's face. <laughs> they believe that everything should be round, so as to represent coins and bring wealth. Round food, round clothes, as long as it's round. That's the weirdest thing. I've never heard that before, but I also have not been been back to the Philippines since I was three. All right, so this, this is what happens. 2019 to 2020, our families go to the Philippines. Oh, God. We do all the round yeah. shit. We're going to get jumped. We're doing all of We're gonna it. We're going to get mugged. <laughs> Look at that square. <laughs> get him. <laughs> no. Yo-yos. Come on. <laughs> wow. What round. A, that's a callback from like 12 episodes ago. <laughs> wow. Okay, this, is, this one's good. Ready? Number 21, South America. Colored underwear. <laughs> Okay. In some South American countries, wearing colored underwear will determine your fate for the new year. Red underwear means you'll find love. Gold means wealth. And white signifies peace, which I guess makes sense because it's the flag of surrender. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So this article is annoying in that I have to click next. What if you wear like multicolored? Some white, gold, and You reds. get it all, baby. You get it all. Because why wouldn't you do that? A nice little <laughs> paisley pattern with some white, gold, and red interspersed. <clears throat> uh, all right. That. Number 20, Japan. 108 rings. Of course it's 108. It can't just be some... No. Like, it's 108. No. Why 108? Tell me. In Tell Japan. Me. Why? Why? In why? Japan. Why? Felix, why? Tell me. They why? ring all their bells... <laughs> So the rings aren't rings. They, it's the sound. In Japan, they ring all their bells 108 times in alignment with the Buddhist belief that this brings cleanness. It's also considered good to be smiling going into the new year as it supposedly brings good luck. Hopefully, I was smiling in my sleep. Wait. I would, they didn't I, explain why 108. Why 108? It's all their bells in alignment with the Buddhist belief. <laughs> It's all their bells. That's all the bells they That's have. That's all the bells they have. We don't have any more. How many do we have? 108, <laughs> sir. Well, let's keep that going every year. Every let's year. keep it going. We found some new bells. Now take them away. <laughs> take them away. We, we're set. We're uh, set with 108. Old Shin 108 Bells Takanawa. <laughs> we meet again. Um, all right. So number 19 in Peru. It's the Takanawa. Takanakui festive time. Not going to work here anymore. Uh, every year at the end of December, people in this small Peruvian village fist fight to settle their differences. And so then the picture is a lady punching another lady. Oh, wow. <laughs> they actually have fight club to rig in the new year. To settle differences. Yeah. 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 They fist fight to settle their differences. They wow. then start the year off on a clean slate. Uh, okay, number 18, Switzerland, dropping ice cream. In Switzerland, they celebrate the New Year by dropping ice cream on the floor. That seems wasteful, but, you know, at least they're not fist fighting each other. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm not a fan of dropping ice cream. Sure, sure, Switzerland. Uh, okay, number 17, <clears throat> Romania, coin tossing. In Romania, they throw spare coins into the river to get good luck. I mean, I feel like we do that at the mall. We do that at fountains. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Romania. How about you stop stealing our stuff? <laughs> stop taking our coins. Stop making another thing. It's already a thing. Uh, number 16, Puerto Rico. I've heard of uh, it. Water buckets. In some parts of Puerto Rico, they throw pails of water out their windows to drive away evil spirits. <laughs> oh, yeah. They hate water. 
you know the uh, spirits. You've seen The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> She's not a spirit. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, or maybe damn. she is now. <laughs> Got him. Got her. She did. <laughs> Ding dong. Number 15, Belgium. <laughs> Don't forget the cows. In Belgium, they take their livestock seriously. At least seriously enough that the farmers wish their cows a happy new year. Oh. I like that Belgians were like, what should we do? Should we just go talk to the cows and then people will just make lists about what that? What should we do? We should go talk to the cows. <laughs> Number 14, Bolivia. Sweet coins. Sweet coins. In Bolivia, All right. coins are baked into sweets and whoever finds the coin has good luck for the next year. There's an actual gold Ooh. coin in a piece of cake. That's a very clean slice. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like laying on top of a slice of cake. It looks photoshopped. A little bit. Bolivia shopped. Number 13, France. This is this is a tradition I could get behind. The French. Oh, no. It's called pancakes. The French like to I'm keep things simple and delicious. Every new year, they consume a stack of pancakes. That's great. That sounds amazing. That's great. Stuff that, your body with carbs that to start the new year. Just a saber to the champagne bottle yep. and a stack of flapjacks. Give it to me. That every great. time. Great. I think we should adopt that. Uh, we got pumpkin pie martinis <laughs> uh, at, at Thanksgiving. This and is then, the year of tradition. This is amazing. I love it. And then also, uh, callback, we never did our eggnog. I know. I know. It's because I was gone for like three weeks over the three holidays. Three years. It's been 37 <laughs> years. He jumanji Jordan actually just popped out of a board game tonight. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> and he wiped his ass with a pillowcase. <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> I look so badass with that beard, though. <laughs> Say I didn't. Say I didn't. Wow. Number 12, Columbia suitcases. Okay. In Colombia, they carry their suitcases around with them all day in hopes of having a travel-filled year. <laughs> Are they filled with pancakes? I hope. Travel-filled? Yeah. Like they want to leave I Bolivia? Guess. They want to leave Colombia. Oh, Colombia. So they want to leave Colombia. <laughs> to go to Bolivia and have a fight club? I I can't remember which one. The Wait, I can't get over the fact that they just want to. They it's like maybe this year I'll leave my country of origin. Maybe this is the year. It hasn't happened for the last forty-seven years. Uh, like like kayak isn't a thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, number eleven, Denmark, high jump. In Denmark, people climb on top of chairs. Sure. And literally jump into the new year to bring good luck. I've actually heard this one before. Where when the year strikes, you're supposed to be in the air and yeah, Den, yeah. yeah okay, okay, Denmark, okay, Denmark, <laughs> okay, guys, you're you drunk. guys, okay, you're, you're drunk, okay, Whew. okay, number ten, Thailand, talc smearing. Ooh, besides, sounds, ooh. besides throwing buckets of water on each other in Thailand, they also go around smearing each other with gray talc. What is what is talc? Talcum, talcum powder? Talcum Talc powder. I mean, right? is that what that is? Sure. Sure. It's Wh powdered, okay. powdered Prosecco. <laughs> there's, but there's no explanation as to why they do this. I mean, not in this in this particular article. I mean, most of these are like, it's to ward the spirits away. Yeah. But <laughs> this one is like, we just like to get dirty. That's all that is. <laughs> what do we have lying around? Look what at all we, this talc. It's like, here, this guy just smeared dirt <clears throat> on my body. What are we going to do with all thing? these abandoned talc factories? <laughs> Oh, it's almost December 31st. It's not like it's lucky. It's not like it's bringing good spirits. It's just like, this is what we do. Yeah. 
Who are we to question it? Your father did it. Your grandfather did it. Now you rub will the do talc. It. Rub the talc onto your brother's face. I like that. Rub the Jewish. talc on the skin. <laughs> Jewish. It's a bunch of Jewish Thai people. <laughs> uh, number nine. Oh, oh, oh boy. Okay. Chile. Chile. Cemetery sleepover. Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> and pancakes. <laughs> With pancakes. And pancakes. Yes. In Chile, families spend the night in the company of their deceased loved ones by sleeping at the cemetery. Wasn't that the plot of Coco? Coco. Yeah, it was 100% Coco. <laughs> mm, Such a good movie. I've had a lot of 100% Coco. This Christmas break. <laughs> uh, Remember me. <laughs> no, I'm so sad. Oh, God, it's, it's such a good movie, it's though. It's so good. Papa. Papa. Oh, People haven't seen it are like, what the hell is oh, happening? Oh, God. Right I started to tear up just thinking about it. Uh, number eight, Romania. Um, animal whispering. <laughs> Let's Okay, stop. Yeah, Let's just take a second. Okay. Animal. Take all the time you need. Animal whispering. 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 Okay. Just like in Belgium, Romanian farmers try to communicate with their cows. If they succeed, that, then it means good luck for the year. Wait, how do you measure that? How do you measure if they you know hurt how? you? You know how? How? If it's a moving conversation. <laughs> Jordan? 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 Just call it bovine intervention. <laughs> I was doing a bit like I was leaving, but <laughs> that actually made me mad. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, hit me this year. Jordan's going to fight me. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was number eight. Number seven, Ireland. You would think that Ireland would have the fight club. Yeah, I know. Right? That's a very stereotypical. S- but still. What do they got? Not incorrect. Number seven, do? Ireland. Bread power. In Ireland, they hit the walls with bread to get rid of evil spirits. What kind of bread are they eating? Yeah. That they- <laughs> These, these gluten intolerant spirits can't take it. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Number six, South Africa. South Africa. South brew. Africa. South Africa brew. Uh, furniture disposal. In some parts of South Africa. This just sounds like a Goodwill. They throw old furniture out the window. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like a very dangerous Goodwill. <laughs> wow. Bad will. Am I right? <laughs> I got uh, Okay. Number five, Siberia. Frozen trunks. Just as you might expect in Siberia, they jump into frozen lakes carrying tree trunks. That is what I would expect. Just, as you might, just like just, I expected. You know, just like people would assume. You know. Just like people would sure. assume. Okay. Sure. Great, 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 great. Cool, cool, cool. Number four, metal casters in Finland. In Finland, people predict the coming year by casting molten tin into a bucket of water and interpreting the resulting shape. It's like badass Ooh, tea leaves. That's cool. It's like tea leaves. But you, but you literally pour metal into something, you pull the metal out, yeah, and you, you interpret you it by casting means. molten tin into a bucket of water, and then you pull out whatever T-1000 shape. I take it back. That's got to be the most metal thing I've heard. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> I get it. Uh, number three, Panama. Effigy burning. Okay, great. In Panama, um, the New Year's tradition for good luck is burning effigies of everyone and anyone famous. And there's a picture of Gerard Butler. No, no. I don't know who it is. Uh, <laughs> there's a picture of a paper mache. It does kind of look like him for 300. <laughs> a paper mache bearded man being set on anyone fire. Anyone famous. 
It says everyone and anyone famous. Every single... What constitutes someone being famous? If you know their name. Sometimes you got to go. <laughs> where everybody knows your name in Panama. Right. They'll and burn you in effigy. Uh, I'm just thinking of Ron Swanson describing what a good effigy is. <laughs> Number two, Scotland, first footing. I don't know what that is. Tell In me what Sco- it is. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Scotland. I got, it. I got it. I got it. In Scotland, the first person to the first person to cross the threshold of a home in the new year should carry a gift for good luck. So basically, it's just a bunch of people sitting back saying, eh, "I don't." And you go first. <laughs> okay. All right. And number one. Oh, yeah. Estonia. So this year we're going to Estonia. I knew it was going to be Estonia. We're going to Estonia, then we're going to France. Number one, Estonia, eating for abundance. (laughs) In Estonia. That's not America? (laughs) It's all about eating the New Year's traditions food. People eat seven times on New Year's Day to ensure abundance in the new year. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. So Estonia for overeating. France for the pancakes and then whatever the grave And they were sleeping in a, yeah, in a graveyard. Where was that sleeping one? Sleeping in the cemetery. Remember. I don't know. It's going to happen in America this year. <laughs> That's great. Wow. I love it. I love so it. So many things. So Who knew about traditions? People traditions. take this so seriously. They do. They do. Just people like throwing molten lava into a tin of oh, water. crazy fins. My people. <laughs> My people. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe that it's 2019. I know. It's just, you know, I started at zero and now we're here. Wow. (laughs) Started at the zero. Which is the vernacular of 2019, right? So 2000, we we went to from saying 1998, 1999 to 2001. It wasn't 2001. And then like. 2010, 2011. Did you, did did you call? 2010. Did you say 2010? Yeah, 2010. 2011. I remember that being a big argument, saying like, "No, no, no, no." We always said 1970, 1990, whatever. So we don't. We need to go to 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. Not 2009. No. What are you? Are you crazy? What are you, an insane person? What are you whispering to cows? <laughs> Maybe. What are you burning effigies? What are you first footing? Uh, <laughs> you know, I never first foot. You listen to your fancy first footer. <laughs> listen right here. You take that back. You take. You take that back. <laughs> I can't. My foot's in the door. Uh, all right. Um, 60 seconds on the clock. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think you're you're bound to go first this am time. Am I up first? I okay. think so. Okay. 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 So okay. let's get a Let's get, let's a get little... 60 seconds on the clock here. Let's yeah. get something that tells the time. Here we go. Oh, look. I forgot to stop my timer from something. Here we go. All right. 60 seconds. This is the part of the show where Jordan and Felix take 60 seconds to speculate about what our current topic will look like in the foreseeable and or non-foreseeable future. Okay, 60 seconds. Felix will go first and go. I think with the hyper-focus lately on wellness and health, I think resolutions and goals are going to become not only more prominent, but people are going to be reaching those goals more i think people are more conscious about the stuff and the crap that they're putting into their bodies they're more conscious about the exercise that they get and how much physical activity they're doing with fitbits and embeddables and iphones and the health rigmarole (laughs) 
you know, malarkey, yeah. all that stuff, all those bad words. Um, I think the resolutions are just going to be more of that kickstart into that whole thing. I know that that's not your thing, but you know what? That's okay. That's okay. We're first footing ourselves into the future here, Jordan. Hop on board, you know, maybe grab yourself some luggage, whisper your cow goodbye, eat some pancakes and come sleep in the graveyard with us. 60 wow. seconds. <laughs> what a salesman you are. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I didn't want to do any of that until you just wrapped it up like that with a little bow at the end. Wow. Ding. Wow. All right. All right. You tell me when you're ready, boy. I'm not ready, but you can hit that start button. And go. All right. I, I completely disagree with you. <laughs> I think uh, I think goals and, and this this obsession with, with goals and, and making yourself better and more healthy, I agree with you in that, that that's going to uh, become more prominent. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, it becomes more prominent. But I don't think that it's going to be as uh, as prominent around the new year. I think that, that people are going to become <clears throat> less and less interested about keeping these silly traditions around New Year's. Um, I, I mean, just just like we talked about with that list, there were, I didn't see anything from the U.S. Maybe that was the point, um, but I don't I don't think people are really as worried about traditions in general, especially around B list holidays like New Year's. <laughs> I'm not, you don't see people burning effigies, sleeping in cemeteries, eating flapjacks, or talking to their cows like they should. Um, but I, I think it's gonna, you know, people are gonna acknowledge it, but I think you're gonna see fewer crowds in Times Square. I think you're gonna see, you know, it's still gonna happen. Someone's, you know, Sam Ryan Seacrest is probably gonna be hosting that until he dies like Dick Clark, but it's not gonna be as popular. Mm, okay. I think there's there's probably something to that, mainly because of like I remember seeing something on the news about like the amount of security that they had to up. Mm. You know, and I I saw the headline and whatever. Like I guess this year in Times Square the uh, the police were using like multiple drones to really monitor everything. Whoa! So I don't know. It, it, it gets it's it's scary out there. <laughs> it's, Guys, take care of each other. It's scary out there. Stop killing each other. What you if idiots? You, instead of killing each other, what if you didn't? What if you whispered to each other's cows? Think about that. Think of the opportunities. If you just whispered sweet nothing. What if we flapjacked a sweet nothing? That sounds dirty. What, don't, you don't. know, guys. This year. Whisper a sweet nothing to your cow, your bovine friends. Uh, Give them a flapjack. What if this? What if this episode went viral? And this is <laughs> that's what this is when. <laughs> I know you. I recognize your voice. What if? What if this? You're is the, the cow whisper guy, right? <laughs> right. You that guy. What if this is the thing that that changes like the beef shortage? <laughs> this is like it, it just sees this giant turnaround because the self-esteem of cows just skyrockets. What if in like in like 150 years, there's a that you know there's tomorrow there's this pivotal thing that happens as a result of this conversation being recorded that changes and shapes human history. I fully expect it. I fully expect <laughs> some it to kid in elementary school who doesn't want to learn the names Jordan Stratton and Felix Schlater is forced to because it's going to be on a quiz yep. at the end of the week, right? And he's got his planner, and he's forced to write down that there's a I test. Don't, I don't want to learn about the bovine uh, whispers. I just drew a mustache on Felix. <laughs> uh, what do you mean he didn't have a mustache? I drew his head round, just like you told me. He loves round things. Yes, all the round stuff. <laughs> yes, he's over 300 pounds, of course. The robot uprising came from the Philippines, and they were all round, like the robots from The Incredibles. Oh, man, the future's going to be weird. I love it. I'm ready. <laughs> Verdict. I think we have reached a verdict, Your Honor. <laughs> a lot of a lot of evidence has been uh, presented today. Cases have been stated. 
And uh, now we come to the verdict. Jordan, <laughs> was New Year's Eve slash New Year's Day, the new year, whatever you want to call this episode, <laughs> was it better as a kid or is it better now as an adult? I think they're they're both pretty lame. <laughs> That's your gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies Jordan Stratton. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, question mark. I think they're, they're both, both pretty lame. <laughs> Um, I think they're both, yeah, I think they're both overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think as an adult, you get to be proactive about who you spend that time with. Mm-hmm. You get to make your own plans rather than having to do whatever your parents say you can do. Mm-hmm. And you get to drink alcohol. Yeah. And all those things <laughs> are better than not having those things. Correct. And so New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or New Year's time yeah. is better as an adult. Mm. Yeah. I think that's my verdict as well, and yeah. I was gonna say because of alcohol. <laughs> Let's, yeah, well, it's bubbly sugar alcohol water. Uh, it's good. I mean, you get to uh, you do get to decide if you want to stay up late, or you can decide I'm going to bed at nine thirty tonight. And you know what? And there's nothing you can do about it. That's right. Love it. Let's go whisper to our cows. I'm on the way. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like what we're doing here, do us a huge favor and leave us a positive review because it really helps the podcast out. And if you don't like what we're doing here, you know, leave us a positive review and we'll know it's sarcastic and we'll take that to heart and we'll feel really bad about it. So either way, you're you're doing us a favor. I, I will feel really bad about it. I will too. <laughs>